Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I am so happy that you decided to join us for this service tonight. The Lord has a word for us, just as he always does. And it dovetails the message from um, Wednesday night. So, This is going to be quite interesting. The Lord is quite serious and quite emphatic about what he has to say. And while, yes, this sermon is available to anyone on the planet who comes up on the website, it's particular to the members of Miracle Internet Church. Amen? So we pray that everyone has their notepad and their Bible and their instrument of writing close by if if you are able to do so, but that your heart is open and prepared to receive the word of God. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for his presence in our midst. He declares that where two or more of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in our midst. Amen. A special welcome to our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational, international church founded in the love of God. Amen? The love of God is here. If you were looking for that, you have found him. Amen? So we want to thank you for joining us. We are a teaching ministry, a miracle ministry, a healing ministry, and a deliverance ministry and a holy ministry. Amen? So thank you. And we invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up, if you're on your uh, laptop or if you're on a tablet, or if you're on a computer, when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, enter one of the names. That's yours, of course. One of the names that's on your birth certificate. Just one of them. Well, that will suffice. And your message to the saints, and the saints will respond to you with a greeting. Amen? And if you are using your cell phone, you may do similarly. Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. It will open up all the other links, and you may proceed to follow those instructions in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank the Lord for for the message that we received on Wednesday night. It was a very stirring message, as 
all the messages are. And I pray that we are applying these messages to our lives as the Lord is blessing us with them. It would be a tragedy indeed for you to just sit and listen and not do anything with what God says. You see, when a parent speaks to a child and says, do such and such, they expect action. And God, far more than that, expects some obedience out of his children. Amen? So I would encourage you that if you're one of those persons, you just want to sit and listen, that you plan to do some action on what you hear after you have listened. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we want to thank you for every opportunity we have to fellowship with you and the body of Christ in love. We thank you, Lord, for the word that you have given us and for the preceding word that you've given us. We want to thank you for your presence in our midst, and we want to thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us on Calvary, without which we would have no standing before you. So we thank you, Lord, that you are with us, that you are with us. You are in us, and you are with us. And you're protecting us. You're leading us and guiding us. You're helping us to turn from our own wicked ways that we might display the character and nature of the Lord Jesus Christ and that your glory, your power can be seen within us. We want to thank you for that opportunity to be that vessel in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Father, for those that you are drawing to this ministry. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it. We thank you that you're doing the selecting and you're doing the drawing. And we pray that they will find you when they come to visit. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Yes, God has benefits. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your promise to us that you will always hasten your word to the persons who need it when they need it. We thank you for your word, which is alive and powerful, and we know and believe that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. We believe that your word teaches us that healing and health and deliverance are your children's bread and that you are the Lord who heals us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You provide health for us. We praise you that you took all of our infirmities and bore all of our sicknesses. We believe your word, Father, Because it assures us that whatever things we desire when we pray to believe and we will receive them from you, Father, and we have them. We ask you for improved health, 
and healing in every area of our lives. And we receive your promise that healing and health are ours. Thank you, Father, for restoring our health and vitality to us. Our faith does not rest in the wisdom of people or organizations, Lord, but in the great power of your word and your spirit. We know that all healing and health come from you, Father, and we know you will love us and want us to be healthy at all times. As we wait upon you, strength is true, and we are mounting up with wings like an eagle. You are making our hearts merry, and this does good like a medicine. Through your spirit, our bodies are being quickened, and we are experiencing the resurrection power of Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for the health which you are imparting to us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we ask you, Father, as we stand before you as the body of Christ, as Internet Church, we, by an act of our will, forgive everyone who has sinned against us or against our family. In Jesus' name, we forgive all such that should be forgiven by us in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to forgive us of our sins. The word says that if we refuse to forgive others, you will not forgive us. So, Father, we have obeyed the scriptures in forgiveness, in the forgiveness of others. That even includes ourselves. We thank you and we give you praise. Father, we repent of any grudges that we might have been holding, any hard feelings against anyone for any reason. Jesus Christ has already died on the cross for that sin and infraction and injury. And we thank you for the healing power of the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive us for any grudges or bitterness or hard feelings or malice or rancor or wrath that is in our hearts toward anyone. Toward anyone, Father, even witches, warlocks, wizards, witch doctors, and such. We ask 
for your forgiveness for holding on to it in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to teach us how to trust you because you said vengeance is yours. You will repay. You, indeed, Lord Jesus, are the righteous judge. Father, we ask that you show us our participation in any open door that is in our lives that we might come into correction in that area in Jesus' name. Father, if we have been offended, let us forgive nonetheless. Father, we let go and cast upon you all of those old hurts that have bound us for so long. Those old places that the enemy likes to come come bother us with from time to time. Yes, we've forgiven, but he's come to provoke us to anger yet again. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Bible says that you've thrown our sins into the depths of the sea. You've removed them from as far from us as east is from west. Tonight, we come in agreement with you with that. Oh, in Jesus' name. We come into agreement with you, Father, with that in the name of Jesus, and we will dwell on the past no longer. Work a work in our hearts, Father. Some of the deeds done to us, Father, were quite dastardly and evil. But we ask you to have mercy upon us and to work a new work in our hearts, Father, that our hearts will be pure before you in the name of Jesus. We ask you to heal our hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we welcome your healing 
We welcome the process. Eh, oh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You read the Dios, I reckon the break. Runa da brela da 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 dios sur ki rela la dios sonde de brisa da dios sota ruka de brisa la dios sulo la dios sonde da brisa only you know the depths of our sorrow our grief and our anguish lord turn it all over to you and we thank you lord that you will continue until we are completely healed and whole in jesus name we thank you we give you praise we love you, Lord. Amen. And the church said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, saints, there are times when we have forgiven people and they either through ignorance or unbelief or whatever, keep poking at that spot. You know, whenever the occasion arises, they try to kick that scab off one more time. But God says his grace is sufficient for us. If we ask him to guard that place that he's in the process of healing, he'll do it. But, you know, we do have to ask. Sometimes we have not because we ask not. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we have not because we ask not. You know, the enemy is just sitting there to prompt somebody to poke that spot one more time. Amen. So we don't have to go for it. We can ask for the Father to shield that part as it heals. Amen? Amen. Come on. We can do this in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, when there's been a devastating disappointment in our lives, the enemy likes to hover around to see what he can get out of it. He wants to run it over, run it to us over and over and over and over again. We can be driving down the street and see a sign that just triggers that whole thing again. Dismiss the sign and the enemy too. That's who that is. Amen? That's who that is. Just keep declaring, by his stripes I have been healed. By his stripes I have been healed. Amen? Amen. You know you got the victory. Just walk in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You might you might have to practice a little bit, but you can get it done. Come on, you got that much faith. Amen. The enemy has to poke around to find things to bother you now. It used to be real easy to get you triggered. But now you've grown in faith, you know some more scriptures. You've learned how to do some spiritual warfare. He's got to work at it a little bit more, okay? So give him a run. Amen? Don't let him get away with it so easy. Don't just cave in because you're, you know, you didn't eat yet and you're hungry and so you're starting to get a little grumpy. No, don't give in that easy. Punch him. Punch him good. You know how to do that. Amen. 
Amen. You know how to do that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and thank you for the armor that you provided for us to dress in. Thank you, Lord. You are a shepherd and we shall not want. For you have supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So we cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Uh, We cast all of our cares upon you, Lord. Why? Because you care for us. You care for us. And since God is for us, who could be against us? Well, we will not be against ourselves. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That by the stripes of Jesus Christ, by the blood stripes of Jesus Christ, we have been healed. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. In the name of Jesus, we take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agent, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, Water, marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all. The Havana Syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We want to thank you, Lord, as we bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, voice feedback, cyber-stalking, Cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, 
brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components, and all attacks coming to us from what we call as outer space or another galaxy, coming from any satellite, any star, from any orbit in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over such. We bind it and send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus, from any planet, any station on any planet, from any uh, satellite system, from any global positioning satellite system, from any cell tower, and through our electronic devices and technological devices. We bind the technology devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We break their grip and hold in the name of Jesus, and we send it back upon them in Jesus' holy name. Their attacks go back. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. Every attack, every attack, every attack from every water spirit must go back now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up to you every saint that is being attacked by a witch, a warlock, a wizard, a witch doctor, a shaman, a person in the occult, a person that works in witchcraft. We lift up those saints to you. And particularly, Father, if that attack is coming through a relative, or a former relative,
Thank you, Father. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over our finances. In the name of Jesus. Plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over our finances. And over our promotion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, if we have ignorantly left the door open for the enemy, we ask you to point it out to us specifically that we might honor your name through obedience to to your instructions to us about that situation. Some of us, Lord, do not necessarily relate our financial issues to other situations in our life, but you will make it clear to us. Because you love us and we receive your mercy, Father, in Jesus' name. Some of us, Father, we have health issues that are related to other sins in our lives. Father, you are our promoter. We thank you for the promotions that you grant to your people, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, where we are holding up, we are the hold up in our answers to prayer. We ask your mercy, and we ask you to clearly tell us what we're doing to hold up our blessing. We desire to obey you. We desire to please you. We desire to walk according to your word. Thank you, Father, for your love and your demonstration thereof in this manner. In Jesus' name. If we had desired to purchase a home and the whole thing was thrown off, we ask you, Father, to show us and to tell us what actually happened in that situation. 
Runge de Rebrushala de Yosunda Abraca de Diosuraca, Reki, Runge de Rebrushala de Yosunda de Roca Bababarula de Yasa, Runge de Rebrushala de Yosunda de Abraca de Diosula de Arrucohore, Rila de Yosunda de Abraca de Diosula de Yosula de Yorrequita, Runge de Rebrushala de Yosunda de Abrechesi. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Eshaka, tribal group. Indigenous group, co, coven, or conclave of evil works, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind co of every rank, order, and type. This name. We bind covens of witches, warlocks, wizards, witch doctors, shamans, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, drug dealers, and sex traders. Oh, In Jesus' name. We bind cults, covens, and conclaves of globalists and their agendas and non-governmental organizations working in concert that come under the umbrella of the Illuminati. We bind them. We bind their agendas. We bind their plans, their orders. I send that voodoo pen back in Jesus' name. Runde da breke da dio sula da dio sunda da braka roko da brisha ringe da dio suri dia rugora la la dio sunda da breke da dia raka da brisha da dia we bind their instructions from Satan in Jesus name raka kuro la la dio sunda da breke da dia rela la dio sunda da breke da dio sula da dio suta rila la dio sunda da breke da dia si rugundo rugula la dio suta da bre iris la dio suta da breke da dio sura we take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places of Christ Jesus over the demonic strongholds in our families in the name of Jesus Christ, especially those that continue to torment our lives in Jesus' name. We bind you in the name of Father, we bind every order, rank, and type of idolatry. Codependency, as the world calls it. 
Ringe de vie brechala de yosura la neyokuru ke de de brechala de yosura ringe de vie brechala de yosunda da breke de de yosura da ya carlo gota ringe de vie brechala la lele ya salala ya salala ya salala ya salala ya carre he rule la yokuru ha ha de yosura de lele ora de ya rule de ya si rile de yosura la neyokura Rike de la brocha de Dios, de la broca, baba, baba, broche de la mamá, rule de Dios, de la broca, kinyasha. Isha, mamá, mamá, broca, kinyasha. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We bind all magic and mystic arts. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all Morgellons attacks. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, witchcraft, dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon, any phase of the moon. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of some infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your word. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, fast, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, Stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind false flags. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites and against the website and the app and the broadcast. 
binding all abortions as a magical ritual, returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such, returning all tribal witchcraft in the same manner, returning all Chaldean witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ to the senders, returning all Spanish witchcraft in the same manner according to the covenant in Jesus' name, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charm, pie magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon and stripping them of their crowns and powers and all other underwater demons in the name of Jesus. You have given us authority, Father, over everything that goes through the sea, binding all conjurations and summoning of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions, and any other means. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist, Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Practices and Spirits, Lewdness. Perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness and send them to We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idol mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, on all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, we chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We undo the works of every ritual, rite, ceremony, and vow, and we break the powers of all Masonic rituals and ceremonies and pledges in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals, the rites, the vows, the prayers, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society and the associated organization in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power 
over the signs of the zodiac. And we break that curse from our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut it off with the sword of the Spirit. And we send it back against the demons that have sent it against us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, you do not give anyone the right to label your children using demonic terminology in Jesus' name. We ask and we seek from the righteous judge, his adjudications concerning such in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord forevermore. We break the power of the label. Oh, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls. Cold and hot spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of descent. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and uh, misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power. Over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Okay. Thank you, sir. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we disconnect ourselves from and we command every demon that has followed us or was sent to us or transferred to us to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' name. That includes through web pages, emails, across the computer lines and phone lines, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and elsewhere. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. And we ask, Father, when we've been dealt a blow, especially those that are being persecuted heavily, when we are dealt a blow, that you turn that curse into a blessing in Jesus' holy name. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted, those that are in prison, uh, the January 6th prisoners, those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place, or those that are being attacked viciously by the globalists in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation, even if it's tennis shoes. And we take authority, dominion, and power over all objects that might cross our path or any animals or demons crossing our path. We thank you, Father. You have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us, Father. We give you the praise. And we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons that attack us, whether of the night, through bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them in the name of Jesus to stay away, and we ask you, Father, to send your angels to enforce the power of the name of Jesus upon them. We thank you for your giant warrior angels protecting us as we sleep, whether it's in the day or night. And we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with the glory in, with your glory in the mist. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, Father. We thank Come on out, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. That goes back. That's yours. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. By your stripes, I have been healed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Okay, we pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spirits, voodoo. Thank you, and we return it from whence it came, all witchcraft from the enemy. We cut and destroy all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, 
and other all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, destroy, blow up, tear down all walls of protection around unhook all walls of protection around all golem, shaman, globalist, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and liars in the name of Jesus Christ. We break and destroy the powers of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, all witchcraft, psychic thoughts and prayers, voodoo, mind control, brain frequency meditation, death spirits, bewitchments, potions, psychic warfare, psychic powers, sickness, pain, torment, and destruction, magic, all voodoos, all uh, evil prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, root works, tribal sins, and rituals. And anything else that the enemy has sent against us in the name of Jesus, every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. We return to sender spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, heaviness, fear, hate, blindness, bondage, and oppression. We bind all paralyzing demons in the name of Jesus Christ. Slumbering spirits, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Sorcery devils, every spell and bewitchment that's been worked over our lives, causing us to sleep when we should be awake. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We wrap you up in the fire of God in Jesus' name. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. And I release the peace of God from the Prince of Peace, full of Miracle Internet Church, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, if you came in late and you missed when we started to um, to pray, you need to recast that part of the broadcast. Amen. It's important. Amen. Mm. Amen. Thank you. Our featured proverb comes is Proverbs 12 tonight. Our featured proverb is Proverbs 12. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Lamentations. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 26. Lamentations 
chapter 3, verse 26. Our featured ebook, Builder's Bible Study. Amen. Important, important book. Well, tonight, saints, we're going to talk about this subject. And it's very much connected to uh, our subject for uh, the previous broadcast. Don't grieve him. Don't grieve him. That's important. Don't grieve him. Amen. And Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 reads, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Don't grieve him. And I'm sure there's going to be at least one person that says, I didn't know we could do, we could grieve him. Well, now we know the truth. So we're going to convene at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Ephesians. New Testament. Amen. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Galatians, then the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. And I'm going to give you a minute or so to get there. Amen. I realize some of you might have just gotten in the door, and, and you want to have your Bible open before you. <laughs> While we're doing this. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We are at Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit. There's unity in the Holy Spirit, you know. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? 
He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth Walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their minds, having the understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. Amen. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt, according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, let every man speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, 
but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Amen. And thank you, Lord, for your word. Saints, we are growing in our knowledge and understanding of the person of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. We will investigate his sensitivity. We will investigate his sensitivity. One of the purposes in him being likened to a dove is that he is gentle. He is gentle. Are moving away from our culture and growing up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Miracle, we are moving away from our culture. And instead, we are growing up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. How wondrous it is when we come to see him in his strength, speaking of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. He is the mighty warrior and the mighty power of the Godhead. He defends us. Yet each saint can have fellowship and blessed communion with him. It is almost a blessing beyond our comprehension. By now, we should be aware that he is our great teacher, not only in, but in natural things as well. Faith is required. That's just the truth. Faith is required. And the just shall live by faith. Patience and humility are essential. Is the spirit of truth. He reveals all truth. So we're going to see this in Daniel, the book of Daniel, Old Testament, Daniel chapter 2. Verse 24, Daniel comes right after Ezekiel. Daniel chapter 2, verse 24. Daniel chapter 2, verse 24. The one I want, Lord. No, that's not the one I really want. 
Let me go back and find the one I really want. I don't know how I got that one. That's okay. I'll find the one I want. Amen. I have it. Amen. Where is that one? Right over here. Amen. I'm going to begin here, though. Therefore, Daniel went in unto Arioch, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus unto him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Now, these were the soothsayers, the diviners, that the people that thought they could look into the future staring at the stars. Bring me in before the king, and I will show unto the king the interpretation. The king needed an interpretation of the dream. And so he went to his wise men many of which were Chaldean. And he told them that if they didn't do it, he was going to kill them. So when Daniel heard about it, this is what he said. Now, I'm going to the next scripture. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 47, Daniel chapter 2, verse 47 After Daniel had made his presentation to the king, the king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of God and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. So you see, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He will give us what we need to know the truth. That is, if truth is what we desire. Mm-hmm. That's important. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, the Gospel of John, Chapter 16, verse 13. John chapter 16, verse 13. We're familiar with this verse. John chapter 16, verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. So that's the end of your evil surmising right there. That's the end of all your evil surmising. Evil surmising, yeah, you know what that is. You've done it before. There aren't many many humans that haven't. You see, evil... Surmising is evil because its source is Satan, the accuser of the brethren, the accuser of God. Mm-hmm. It's an idea 
this idea that's formed on little to no evidence and no truth. It's a guess. It's what is conjured up in the minds of people when they want to interject their own opinion of you onto you. They want to interject into their into their thoughts, into the into the situation, their opinion of you and your motives or your behavior. I was talking to someone not so long ago, and I made it clear that I was not approving communications and certain contacts being with them. And in the course of the conversation, the person said, oh, you just don't want me to have that person's phone number. Well, you see, that was that person's evil surmising because that was not the reason. The reason, the true reason, didn't have anything to do with them. But they decided that I had a certain opinion, and so I didn't want them to have the phone number. Well, they were wrong, and this is how they sinned. They had this idea that was a source that came straight from the devil, the accuser of the brethren. It had no basis in fact nor in truth. Amen? So now that we understand what evil surmisings are, let us not attend to them. Let's not be a part of that wicked work. Amen? Amen. That's what it is. You got this idea. You got this idea from somewhere. It was from a demon, okay? It was from a demon and your own wicked opinions that are not based in fact nor truth. And sometimes they arise out of your own insecurity. Sometimes they arise out of your own insecurity or out of your own bigotries and prejudices where you have prejudged people and your judgment is not righteous judgment. And that's the way it is. Amen? That's where that comes from. So now that you know, you won't do that. Amen? Saints of God. Hear me, please hear me. The Holy Spirit can be grieved by our sin. The instance I just gave is a direct violation of the law of love. Love thinketh no evil. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't go around presuming that the other person has an evil intent. Love doesn't do that, not God's love in us. Amen? That is not the way the love of God is. It does not go around automatically assuming that someone has a negative or uh, evil intent toward us or a vindictive intent toward us. 
Because see, in your mind and your heart, you are lying against that person. And you and instead of joining with the Holy Spirit, you are joining yourself with the accuser of the brethren, which is Satan. Amen? Amen. So, when we read Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to talk about verse 2 for a minute. Verse 2 is an important verse. We're going to talk about that part of it for a minute. It says at the beginning, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Well, if you're going to interject strife into a situation, I don't believe you can be um, obeying these scriptures. It's one thing to bring up an issue by following the Holy Spirit when he allows for such and having a holy discussion. It's another thing to be contentious and to interject strife into communication. I hope you got that. Amen? So we are to be humble and gentle and patient with each other. We are to make allowance for each other's faults because of our love. Remember we're called to love our neighbor as ourselves? Well, that's a commandment. It's not a suggestion. Amen. We are to make a sincere effort to be led along together by the Holy Spirit and in God's grace be at peace with one another. Yes, even in marriage. Yes, even with our siblings. Yes. Whatever the Holy Spirit prescribes as our part to do this, this we must do. We don't have to dream it up in our heads. Well, I'll just do that. No, you won't. That's called disobedience. You're to be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Your idea is not necessarily the will of God. Praise God. Amen. We are to do the things which makes for peace according to the prince of peace, not your own opinion. Saints, we are not to live as unsaved persons do. The unsaved are confused and blind, we are told by the word of God. Amen? So my question is, why do the saints continue to follow blind, confused, wicked, and foolish persons and their idea. 
I'm going to give you a very common example because it's everywhere. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28 reads as follows. Ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. So God, so to speak, puts his foot down on tattoos, face painting and all other such marks on the body. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm going to the second part of this verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. Now the body is not for fornication, not spiritual fornication either, but for the Lord and the and the Lord for the body. Let me do that again. Now the body is not for fornication. That includes spiritual fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. So no, it's not your body. It's his. It is the personal property of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of whom? Of God, and ye are not your own. You don't own your life. So you need to stop behaving as though you do. Amen? You do not own your next three seconds or anything thereafter. So you should not behave as though you do. Amen? Amen. I think we can understand that. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. The temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Somebody needs to highlight that scripture. Amen? So my question is, why do we have Christians still getting tattoos? 
I don't mean before they become Christians. I mean well after. Why do we have Christian husbands slapping and defaming their Christian wives? Why do we have Christian activities which feature face painting? When anyone gets a tattoo, they are worshiping demons. Mm-hmm. So why do Christians follow worldly patterns of dress? That's a good one. Well, this is sin. And I think you know exactly what I mean. I'm sure you do. It is lewdness in the eyes of God. We are not allowed to be double-minded nor to send mixed messages to others. Also, all of those designs at the nail salon or at what used to be the barbershop, liable to be somebody's front porch now, do not have the approval of the Holy Spirit. Many of those designs originate from other cultures which are controlled by demons. You see, saints, the unsaved have closed hearts filled with darkness. The light of Christ is not in them. They are far away from the life of God. They have chosen to shut their minds against Jesus Christ. Jesus and his ways don't make sense to them. So why are you still following them? Think about it. Sometimes even in your thoughts. Hmm. As we know, the manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit is much lacking in the body of Christ. The sin of jealousy is often present even in the lives of those who profess to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Humility, one of the greatest of all Christian graces, is lacking. Instead, we see spiritual bigotry in the place of lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, and love. We must endeavor, we must give serious effort to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. We are not to allow petty or smallness to come in between us and remain there. We are not to be envious of one another either. Amen. It's true. We are one body and one spirit, and we all have the very same inheritance in Jesus Christ. In God's kingdom, we have one Lord, one faith, 
one baptism into the body of Christ. Regardless to the plenteousness of churches in our locale, only the Lord Jesus Christ can call us my church. It is indeed a blessing to have organizations where we can fellowship in the grace of God with other believers. But the church is the body of Christ. We are born into his body, into his church. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 12, we find the following. For as the body is one and hath many members, And all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Whether you started out as a Jew or you started out as a Gentile. Whether we be bond or free. And have all and have been all made to drink into one spirit, the Holy Spirit. So it is extremely important that we maintain the unity that the Holy Spirit brings and gives in the bond of peace. Amen. Yes, that means in your home too. Yes, it does. You got a house full of Christians, that's what ought to be there. Amen. So in this passage, we are made aware that this is the same baptism, the same body of Christ that is spoken of in Ephesians 4, verses 5 and 6. So let's move on to verse 26. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 26. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, that is work, W-O-R-K, working with his hands the thing which is good. If you were a drug dealer, that means that you got to stop that. Amen? It says you're supposed to work with your hands the thing which is good. So if you own a bar and a nightclub, you got to go do some business with Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not all. You see, if you own a website, 
that encourages, supports, and teaches people how to commit adultery against their spouses, you got to deal with Jesus Christ. If you have a website on 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 the slide on the side that promotes pornography, you have to do business with Jesus Christ when you come in the kingdom. If you were a hooker or a prostitute, you've got to do business with Jesus Christ. If your job in your company is to do work that you know Jesus Christ is 100% against, you've got to go deal with Jesus Christ. You see, there's some attorneys they're going to have to deal with Jesus for the work they do. And some considered as professionals, some that work on Wall Street, some that work in Washington, D.C., or some other capital, or in, or in some um, governmental body, they've got, they've got to deal with Jesus because it says, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying or building up, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor. Clamor? Yes, you know what that is. All that shouting and hollering and yelling and carrying on you do during the fuss. Yes, that's it. Clamor and evil speaking. Be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Yes, you will need faith in order to do this. You will need faith in order to do this. It's not something that you can do in your flesh. You're going to need God. So verse 26 talks about being angry, and it talks about a warning of being provoked to anger, seriously irritated. We must come to realize that we are being provoked to sin by Satan. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen? We have to realize this. But we must not yield to this provocation, nor give place to the devil. The ability to be angry is God created. 
but it must not be abused. Let me say that again. The ability to be angry is God-created, but it must not be abused. The misuse of it is what God condemns. God has been angry due to sin. We must have a just cause in God's eyes to be angry. Not a just cause in our opinion, in God's eyes. We cannot use anger as justification for sin. We are to be filled with God's mercy as well, and mercy curbs anger. Mercy curbs anger. Yes, it is so. It happens just like that. Amen? Amen. When when we hold on to anger and wrath too long, we give place to the devil, and demons flood in to torment us. So we do. We must learn to practice 1 Peter 5, 7 and turn it over to the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. That's right. We must turn it over to the Lord. We must turn it over to the Lord. We must let go and slam the door on the devil. When we hold on for too long, it causes a breach in our own mind. So saints, let go. Let go of it. As long as you hold on to it, Satan has you in a trap that you can't get out of. But the minute you let go, you're you're free. You're free. We are not to grieve the Holy Spirit by doing these things. We are not to steal, but rather work, that is labor so that we can operate in giving to others. Corrupt communication means useless, putrid, unpleasant, repulsive, and obscene language or communication proceeding from within us. That's pretty bad. I think we we have a good idea about that. You see, some of us think, we can get on Facebook and all of those other books they have, whatever they have in social media, and say just any old thing. But that is not what the scripture says. I don't know why we think that written communication doesn't carry the same weight as verbal. Hello. 
I think we're getting the point here. You can't just think you can hop up in the chat room. You can't just get up there and get and say whatever comes to your mind about whatever it is you think you ought to say and think that the Holy Spirit is blind and can't read. Let's be serious. Serious. Let's be very, very serious about this. Amen? It's just not the truth. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 10. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 10. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things are not so to be. Same place, sweet water and bitter? I think not. I think not. We are cautioned lest we bring sorrow to the Holy Spirit. How can that be, you say? Well, even though the Holy Spirit is the mighty power of the Godhead, he is sensitive. Yes, saints, most Christians are still badly mannered in this area, but we can improve. We can improve. There is room for improvement. Yes, the Holy Spirit can be grieved by our bitterness, our wrath, our anger, and our evil speaking. Yes, we ought to repent. Yes, yes, yes. In other words, he can be grieved by anything in the life of a saint that is contrary to meek, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, and endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That's right. Anything contrary to these will grieve the Holy Spirit. So, let's go to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Amen. Matthew chapter 12. And we're going to go to verse 22 in a few minutes. So I I say to you that it is not what we profess or what our spiritual experiences may have been in the past. If there is an unforgiving spirit within us, if there is malice, if there is an evil tongue, if there is jealousy in our hearts, and yes, in Miracle Internet Church, There is jealousy in hearts. If there is somebody against whom we are holding a grudge, if we are a gossip, if we lie, then the Holy Spirit will not dwell in our vessel, cannot, 
because these things are contrary to his personality. Under these conditions, the Holy Spirit cannot and will not make that body of ours his temple. Why? Because these things are sin and they grieve the Holy Spirit. He cannot and will not abide in the same vessel with sin. Now, I know you're wondering, so I'm going to ask a question. Yes, in this ministry, since I have become the pastor, the Holy Spirit has completely left a a person that was once with us. He left. He left their vessel. He walked right out of them. Just as he came in, he left. So, yes, this is real. It's very real. So we need to take this admonition extremely serious. We need to pay attention. We need to pay attention. Amen. We are going to see something here about the Holy Spirit. So there are those who have been concerned about that sin for which there is no forgiveness, the unpardonable sin. The Bible speaks of it as the only sin for which there is no forgiveness, neither in this world or in the world to come. Many people have many ideas regarding this sin, but we must realize that we can't take it out of its original context. We have to rightly divide the word of God. So if you will join me at Matthew chapter 12, beginning with verse 22, Matthew chapter 12, beginning with verse 22, Then was brought unto him one, the him was Jesus, one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And in verse 25, And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I, by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils, cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? 
he that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad, Jesus said. So now, there's a connection here, and I'm going to help you if I can. What the Pharisees were doing was attributing the work of God, the Holy Spirit, to the devil. That's right. When Jesus cast devils out by the Spirit of God, they called the Spirit of God a devil. The Holy Spirit, through Jesus, had just cast out the devil, and one who had been blind and dumb had been healed. And the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. Okay? The Pharisees said, that is the work of the devil, of Satan. Jesus replied, how can Satan cast out Satan? He would be working against himself. So now let's go to verse 31. Verse 31. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Amen? We understand now? There is one sin for which there is no pardon, and that is the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, against the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Ghost manifested through the apostles and the power of God displayed in the lives of individuals were the last proof that God designed for the confirmation of the gospel. They are still kept in reserve and in evidence today. When anyone attributes the work of the Holy Spirit to the work of Satan, that person commits the sin for which there is no forgiveness, either in this world or in the world to come. So the warning to us all, saints, is to be careful what you say regarding the work of the Holy Ghost, lest you commit the sin for which there is no forgiveness. Amen? Amen. Now, if you need to reread that, that, those verses, I've given you the scriptures, and you can ask the Holy Spirit, to help you understand and to explain it to you on your level of understanding so that you have it extremely clear. For the past two services, God's been talking to us about what rolls out of our mouth. And it is obvious to me that some of us might be going too far. So I pray that we learn to close our mouth. 
Amen? You know, I have been in church services where the person that was at the podium or at the pulpit had to stand up and say, look, God is working through someone. Keep your mouth off of them. Keep your mouth off of them. Don't call what they're doing through the power and leading of the Holy Spirit the devil. Don't do that. It may well cost you your life. Amen? Amen. Now, saints, this is a very serious and a very grave warning. And it's one that we must take to heart, each one of us. Amen? It's extremely important that we understand this. No, pastor cannot pray you out of that mess if you get in it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm glad we had this time together to talk about it. I know that there are people who did not clearly understand what that sin is about. And I pray that you recast this message so that you get a clear understanding of what God is saying to us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right? I want you to have it clear in your heart and mind, and I want you to keep your judgmental opinion out of it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I think we have God's blessing tonight. I think we have God's blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for words of correction. We have asked you to correct us and to correct our lives, and you are faithful to do it. Thank you. Thank you for the demonstration of your mercy and love to us by cautioning us and warning us and exhorting us to stay out of trouble to stay out of trouble. Thank you, Lord. Saints, we do not understand everything we see. God in the world and we see something happen, And we decide that's God and that's not God. But until you hear from heaven, you don't know. Until you hear from the throne of God, you do not know. There have been many events that have happened. And people decide to say, oh, that was God. Oh, that was the devil. Oh, keep your mouth shut. And there are going to be some more events that happen in this world that we're going to see and know about. Keep your mouth shut till you hear from the throne of God. Amen? 
every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Now, I have given you the word of the Lord. I stand clean before the throne concerning this word. It's been offered to you. It's up to you to receive it and to properly apply it in your own life. Amen? That is your responsibility. Amen? Amen. All hearts and minds clear? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's see, where am I on this board over here? Amen. All right. Okay, praise the name of Jesus. Amen. We need to know that there is a time to close our mouths and keep it closed. Amen. We don't know everything. And so we cannot assume that we know everything. That's very dangerous. Praise the Lord. Oh, I'm all the way over here. Thank you, Lord. I am all the way over here. Amen. Amen. All right, area code 818. I'm coming to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Area code 818. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to talk to you. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Um, Hi, Pastor. It's been so long. Um, There were so many issues with the, the, I guess, the whatever. But um, I want to call and ask for prayer for a few things. Like the Lord has been really giving me, and I want to, uh, email you about it in more detail but basically the Lord has been really leading me and having me do certain things but of course that puts me under I've been having a greater attack and I got really sick in November December and then again now in January and I do the um, spiritual battle you know warfare every day um, and everything but I just feel really under attack and I wish Lee wasn't working right now because he's been wanting to call in um, to talk to you about um, he wants some deliverance, but I know he has to do that on his own um, with you. I don't know if he could email and try to, I don't know, but I, I just wanted to do that because God is doing amazing things and like really incredible, like things that, you know, and, um, but of course the warfare is harder because it's, it's, it's the things he's doing is where he's like putting me to do for him, like the, the, the you know, what I'm doing for him. And I do put into the prayer all the time for God to go with us and before us, and he and he has. But I just want the extra prayer, and especially for this, because I've had fatigue levels I've met, I, uh, beyond belief and just three times getting really sick, you know. And so I'm like, Lord, I need extra help with fighting this for me to be able to do what you're asking me to do. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is don't wait till you're in over your head just about to email your pastor. Good point. <laughs> I've just been mm-hmm. so fatigued to be able to type it all out. Like, I've been just so drained. Um, it's like I've been wanting to do it for, like, a couple of months now to really explain everything that's going on so I could get the input. But I, I, I'm, I'm under, like, this physical battle of, you know, and now I have to um, – 
they're sending me for like a cancer screening and stuff. It's just so much. It's just then it's been one like um I don't think it's COVID, but like like a respiratory infection, respiratory infection, now sinus infection, and it's just been brutal. But I I I need the energy. I need the grace and energy and strength to be able to sit down and and just um email you. But I need to. I need my pastor's consult. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it again. Don't wait until the alligators are at your neck. When you see them approaching, coming to your legs, that's the time to start uh, emailing your pastor, even if you can't explain the whole thing. You know what I mean? Okay. I do. All right. Yeah, I should do that. Let's not do that again. And not only her, that goes for everyone else. Because she is not the only one who does that. You wait until it's so bad before you email your pastor. That's not right. Amen? That is not right. You wait till the battle is so intense that you can hardly get by, and then you want to sit down and write me a book. No, as the situation progresses, you should be writing me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now that we've covered that, now we're going to pray a general prayer for you, okay? And when you, you write me, we will get more specific about that, okay? Okay. All okay. right. And don't forget at the end of your email, put your phone number in case I need to get in contact with you immediately. Amen? Okay. All right. All right, saints, let's pray. Get your faith out now. It's it's time to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are growing our sister up into Christ. We thank you that you're teaching her what she really must do in spiritual warfare. We thank you, Father, that you're making her strong in the spirit. Yes, her flesh is being attacked, but in her spirit, she's growing stronger. We take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over these attacks. We send division into the enemy camp. We break their communications. We bind their concert of evil. And we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus Christ according to the covenant. We thank you, Father. Deep breath and cough. We know about that, don't we? Deep breath and cough. Come on out. All those attacks. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every fear, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every fear, every doubt, every unbelief, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> every fear, every doubt, every unbelief, things done in ignorance through unbelief, things done in yeah. ignorance through unbelief, deep breath and cough. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> Attitudes <laughs> taken in ignorance through unbelief. Thank you, Lord. Come on out of us, every Thank one you of you. You're all bound. <laughs> we send you into the spiritual cage. We uproot you in the name of Jesus Christ. We uproot you, and we command you to come up and out of her. Command the devil to get out of her way in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every hindrance and every blockage in Jesus' name. We command you to make yourself microscopic and come out of her right now. With the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and snare of the devil in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Come on out right now in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. You cannot, you cannot continue. Father, we thank you for releasing the angels to do your will concerning these demons in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord Jesus. Now, what is it? Uh, what were the disease states you ran off to me? The what? Oh, the um, I've been disease. having the disease. He um, I've been having like a lot. It's just every month. It's been for three months now, like a respiratory infection, asthma, and um, and then this time also a sinus infection. But they're also like now I have to go for testing for um, possible uterine cancer. Uh, because I'm having postmenopausal bleeding, and um, so I have to go for for that uh, for testing, and they want to put in an IUD and you know and and stuff. But I'm 94 okay. pounds down, so you know I'm I'm losing weight, which is good. So there's uh, good stuff are happening, but that's the that's what I'm dealing with right now. And also, oh, my heart rhythm too has changed, and like they're not worried about it now. But I have to do like a two week thing. It all because it's been recent, you know, it's the, these weird attacks. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call for the fire of God upon the water devils, the marine spirits that are attacking her female organs. Look at that. It's somebody you're dealing with is a wizard. Somebody you're, that you're dealing with is a real wizard. Because that's one of the things they do. They attack your female organs. So, Father, in the name of that neighbor. Father, in the name of Jesus. Remember my neighbor? Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up her uterus to you, her vaginal organs to you, and we bind the shedding in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of cancer and its precursor in Jesus' name. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We command you to come up and out, even through the uh, line of hereditary. 
Come on out. All those familiar devils that come down the family line. Deep breath and cough. <laughs> come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. All that excess bleeding and shedding of the lining, bound in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you work a healing in that part of her body, and whatever does not please you, that you will change that thing, that you will release your healing virtue and heal her in her female organs in the name of Jesus. Alterations in your hormones bound in Jesus' name. Illegal alterations in your hormones bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you need to stay out of fear. Yes, the Lord's been working on me. Every time the Lord brings me where I'm afraid, I work, I do, I work with him with that. But every time he's showing me, that's, it's been amazing how he keeps showing me, I don't think I'm afraid anymore. I think I'm done. And then God shows me something where I still am having fear. And then I, I do do the spiritual warfare on it and repent and surrender. And then he'll show me the next thing. Like, I, like I, I remember, I don't know if you remember how I used to be so bound in fear and anxiety when I first started. But God is now like He's delivered me from that. But now every now and then He'll show me He'll show me something, and then I I work on it right away. I deal with it with the Lord right away. All right, but it's hidden. You know what I mean? Like He brings it to me. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you take these deliverances to completion in Jesus' name. That you heal her spirit, soul, and body. All of the wounds. Yes. Woo! There it is. All of the wounds. Yes. All of the wounds. All of the wounds. All the way back into her marriage. Yes. Yes. All of the wounds. Mm-hmm. All of the wounds. Eh, yeah, 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 no more books. I'll be like, uh, all right. Thank you, Pastor. I'll be looking. For I love you. you. I'm so grateful you're there. And I've been letting. You, I want to let you know. I've been. I, I, I'm grateful that they're all on um, the recast because I uh, every, almost every day. I'll even just the prayer part. I'll pray along with it whenever I'm going through all this. You know. So it's been. Just, you know. It's been. It's so helpful to have that. All right. We'll take a deep breath, Father. I ask you. The Lord Jesus to baptize her afresh in the Holy Spirit. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. All right, we love thank you. you I'm looking forward to the email. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Let's keep our sister lifted in prayer. Amen. Amen. Okay, here we are. Here we are. Okay. Here we are. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. What on earth is this? Okay, I'll come back to that later. Okay, I'm right here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Amen. All right, Father. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The issue of peace and security remains one of the key challenges facing African countries and an obstacle to sustainable development. Protests in Africa vary in nature and intensity. In some states, they have escalated into protracted civil wars, while in others, they have been less deadly. All wars on the African continent fall into one of four categories, the inter-ethnic conflict. These are caused by the fact that virtually all African states, with few exceptions, are multi-ethnic and the peoples living on their territories encounter contradictions that come to be resolved by force of arms. Then there are border conflicts. Whoops, oops, oops, oops. Caused by the fact that in most African countries, national borders do not coincide with the borders of settlement, which separate tribes and nationalities, because the European colonizers, when they divided Africa, did not take into account the borders between the ancient territories of different peoples. See, walking after the flesh is very dangerous. It can cause all kinds of problems. Religious conflicts are associated with the rise of Islamic fundamentalism and extremism. And then there are socioeconomic conflicts. Many countries in Africa have socioeconomic problems that are a source of growing protests. Information technology, especially social networks and artificial intelligence, is a powerful tool capable of igniting armed conflict in virtually any state on the content. continent. Sorry. For example, social networks can serve as a convenient means of communication between protesters. In Cameroon, the conflict between the French-speaking and the English-speaking regions escalated sharply in 2016. As a result, on October 1, 2017, the Federal Republic of Ambazania declared independence and formed an interim government which means Cameroon's central authorities predictably refuse to recognize. It should be noted that social media played an important role in the outbreak of the conflict as it was used by the transitional government to promote independence and connect with supporters outside Cameroon. In an attempt to limit the use of this resource, access to the Internet in the country was restricted for six months. Terrorist groups operating in Africa are also actively integrated, integrating advanced technology into their daily activities. 
This has given rise to the concept of terrorism 2.0. Boko Haram, for example, actively uses drones for surveillance, which are reportedly more advanced than those used by the government. Al-Shabaab uses social media to spread its message. As a result, has been accused of Twitter terrorism and hate speech, leading to the closure of a number of its Twitter accounts. Also of interest in the case of South Africa, where a race wave of xenophobic riots erupted in September 2019 after truck drivers went on a strike to protest against the employment of foreigners. Although no Nigerian nationals were injured as a result of these riots, the plethora of fake videos and images of alleged attacks killings and mass deportations of Nigerians quickly appeared on social media. As a result of the circulation of the fake material, Nigeria withdrew its delegation from a major international conference in South Africa and announced the evacuation of its citizens from the country. This decision prompted the South African government to formally apologize to Nigeria for the alleged xenophobic attacks that had inflamed tensions between the two countries and to assure its Nigerian counterparts that any incidents of attacks on Nigerian-owned businesses would be thoroughly investigated. Such malicious use of advanced technology to foment uh, conflict between countries in a region where many countries have unresolved disputes and claims against each other possesses a serious threat to international security. Any such clashes could escalate into another full-scale armed conflict on the continent. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. You see, just because uh, we have this idea that this product or this idea is fine, and the culture in which we are accustomed doesn't mean it won't be an absolute disaster somewhere else. And yes, that would mean we would be partially responsible for spreading that. Just as the person who owns a liquor store is in some way responsible for what happens when somebody jumps into their vehicle and has a vehicular homicide after they left their establishment. Amen. It's it's a, a serious matter to consider. Amen. And I would hope that we would think about such things and pray about such things. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning The U.S. is set to hold talks on the future of its military presence in Iraq. Officials have told multiple news outlets suggesting Washington and Baghdad will discuss a timeline to end the decade-long U.S. employment in the country. In a message delivered to Iraqi Foreign Minister Fahd Hussein on Wednesday, the U.S. government said it was willing to negotiate the next phase of the military coalition, according to unnamed officials cited by Reuters and CNN. He he later said it had 
received an important message from the U.S. envoy, adding that it would be studied by the prime minister and the relevant concerned authorities without elaborating. The U.S. maintains around 2,500 troops in Iraq, holdovers from a 2014 deployment to combat the Islamic State, formerly known as ISIS. They are meant to serve in an advisory role as the Pentagon declared an end to combat operations in 2021. But the military has carried out dozens of armed missions in the years since, most targeting Iranian-backed militia groups. While the Pentagon said it was not considering a troop withdrawal as recently as January 8th, CNN reported that part coming discussions will focus on whether and when it will be feasible to end the U.S. military presence in Iraq. According to multiple sources cited by Reuters, Washington has relaxed its stance on the issue. Though the U.S. previously held that it would only agree to a pullout once attacks by Iranian-backed militias had stopped, it has reportedly dropped that precondition. Some officials in Baghdad have called for a quicker exit, however, urging the U.S. to commit to a specific timeline for a withdrawal. Earlier this month, Prime Minister Mohammed Shia al-Sunni said he would initiate, he would soon initiate the process to end the presence of the international coalition forces in Iraq permanently. Though, did not, though he did not offer any date for when that might occur. The negotiations with Washington could take several months, if not longer, Reuters reported, noting that a U.S. drawdown is not yet imminent. He has loudly denounced several U.S. airstrikes on Iraqi soil in recent weeks, saying they compromise his country's sovereignty and threaten regional stability. Following the latest round of strikes on Tuesday, the leader said, the U.S. was undermining agreements and various sectors of joint security cooperation, also stressing the need to reshape the future relationship with Washington. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications uh, concerning such. We are requesting adjudications uh, from the righteous judge concerning. Hold on a second, judge. Amen. All right. I'm back over here. Concerning. The price we pay for high internet is terrifying. The longer we spend time on our smartphones, near smart meters, and around 5G antennas, the more we sacrifice the very health of our cells, our mitochondria, our DNA. When 5G was first introduced in 2019, there was fierce controversy over the ill effects of electromagnetic radiation, and conspiracy theories, as they've been called, emerged. In 2017, doctors and scientists petitioned against the 5G rollout in the EU due to potential cancer risk. Today, more independent scientists are documenting evidence that radio frequency electromagnetic fields, 
pose harmful biological effects on every cell in the body, damaging the mitochondria, which are the powerhouse of our cells. This grave reality has led an entire city, bond in Switzerland, and an entire nation, Belgium, to place a moratorium on new 5G installations. More cities around the world are beginning to view 5G antennas as a source of environmental pollution. There are four conspiracy theories, as they are called, about 5G that are coming true. Number one, 5G amplifies EMF damage by forming free radicals. EMFs indirectly damage DNA. That's what your body is made of. By activating the body's voltage-gated calcium channel, known as F, I'm sorry, VGCC, Dr. Martin Paul's research shows that EMFs cause these cells' calcium channels to release excess calcium ions into the cells, leading to nitric oxide and superoxide formations that react further to form perioxynitrite and other free radicals. These free radicals, especially the perioxynitrite, damages DNA and hinders fertility, brain function, and heart health. 5G is a silent catalyst for oxidative damage to the cells and a precursor to immunodeficiency, which has become all too common in the population. Number two, smart meters maximize EMF pulses, doing greater damage to the body. Smart meters emit pulse wave radiation, letting off EMF bursts that come in rapid start-stop cycles throughout the day. Utility companies such as Pacific Gas and the Electric Company of California have testified in meters are pulsating waves between 9,600 to 190,000 times per day. Pulse wave radiation is much different than continuous wave radiation. There are now 13 studies that point to pulse wave EMFs, EMFs being more active and dangerous than continuous wave EMFs. These pulses put stress on cells of the body. Essentially, smart meters are designed to do maximum EMF damage to the body. Number three, EMF penetration from smartphones causes negative effects deep within the body. According to the telecom industry, EMFs from smartphones only affect the outer one centimeter of the body. Users are warned not to wear devices directly on the skin. That means your phone has no business being in your shirt pocket. It also has no business being in your jean pocket. Okay? However, according to independent scientists, The damage to the body goes much deeper and penetrates the human brain, the heart, and the endocrine system. 
EMFs can alter enzyme activity, leading to decline in, in sperm motility. Professor Hassig and his colleagues in Switzerland found an association between greater levels of oxidative stress and the number of 5G transmitters within 100 to 199 meter distance. In the study, calves suffered various degrees of nuclear cataracts, but the cataracts were more prominent when the calves were more readily exposed to 5G antennas. There was a relationship between the location of calves expressing nuclear cataracts in the first trimester of gestation and the strength of 5G antennas nearby. Number four, manipulating humans by using their sweat ducts as antennas. In the article, 5G and IoT, total technological control grid being rolled out fast, scientist Dr. Ben Isha wrote about 5G's ability to exploit the body's sweat duct. According to Dr. Ben, 5G networks broadcast frequencies that access human sweat ducts as if they are antenna. He found that the sweat ducts work like helical antennas, absorbing electromagnetic energy between 75 to 100 gigahertz. If you charge the if you change the character of the sweat duct, I for example, made it work, you could actually change that absorption at some point. And if you could do that, you could trace how a person is under stress, he says. According to researcher Mark Steele, 5G is equipped with a dielectric lens and can be used as a weapons system. I'll say again. According to researcher Mark Steele, 5G is equipped with a dielectric lens and can be used as a weapons system much like long-range radar and directed energy. 5G is a weapon system, nothing more, nothing less. It's got nothing to do with telecommunications for humans. 5G is a machine-to-machine connection for autonomous vehicles. The push for 5G has created a vast network of antennas, that expose people continuously to electromagnetic radiation. Smart devices are bringing new EMF exposures into people's lives at an increasing rate. The biological effects of 5G, as outlined by independent studies, are being ignored. The repercussions of this will be felt for many years to come. Limiting one's exposure is important, but many exposures are inevitable, which is why it's important to intake food and supplements like N-acetylcysteine that are high in antioxidants. Amen. Praise the Lord. There we go. Let's go over here. So, saints, we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. And Brother Marshall, we're ready to pray, sir. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And it says, men ought always to pray and not to faint. I don't think that's limited to men. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You're no respecter of persons. Father, he said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. We do thank you, Father God, that Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us. And you put us all here for such a time as this. And there's some people who said, oh, I wish I was born back in the, in the days of the covered wagons. Wouldn't that have been nice? <laughs> it wasn't that terrific for them, was it? No, we're here for such a time as this. And um, Esther thought it might be nice maybe if she wasn't having to go before the king to possibly have her head ripped off because she wasn't invited. But, Father God, you said the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, we're not talking about physical violence, but you said the sword of the Spirit is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. We think of the full armor of God that you give us, and I personally believe that happens when people are gazing into the Lord's eyes, and his eyes are red with wine, when we get down on our knees and break bread together, because there's a lot of power there, because Jesus shows up, because he says we're two or three gathered together. In my name, there am I in the midst of them. So because of the blood of the covenant, as we've repented, renounced all of our sins, including ungodly fear and selfishness, and trying to take anxious thought for tomorrow, because you told us, Lord, take no anxious thought for tomorrow. And we thank you, Father God, for those people that are actually speaking the truth. Oh, and some of it's coming out. It's A lot of it's been trying to be, you know, hidden and, and forgotten, and uh, oh, I didn't say that, and, and I don't remember, and all that stuff. But, Father God, you know exactly what's going on. So we come boldly before your throne of grace. You said, there are two of you on earth, the grace touch anything less, it shall be done in my Father, which is in heaven. And every one of these situations, Pastor Sabrina's read through, Father God, in Jesus' name, including what's going on in the continent of Africa and all the various nations over there, where brothers being turned against brother and sister against sister, not just the the people in Nigeria, Father God, where the, the people from the Christian community in the south turned against the uh, Islamic community in the north, where they are not very compatible, Father God, but even other, because that's one nation, but they have two different groups of people. And they don't get along real well, at least in the past. But, Lord, and you know what happened with Boko Haram and all those girls? We prayed about that, Father God, in the past. But, Father God, you love every child, everyone, big children, little children, red and yellow, black and white. They're all precious in your sight. You're no respecter of persons. And, Lord, we know that the devil's real. And he's very, very busy. Pastor Sabrina just read about the words from Jesus. He said about, it was that in, was that in uh, Matthew 12, about Jesus talking about Satan's kingdom. He's the prince of this world. Uh, he's the prince of the power of the air, it's talked about. And he comes to blind the minds of those who don't believe. There are some people who call themselves Christians that went out to get tattoos and, and think, oh, I can just uh, sleep over at this guy's house. That, that's not a big deal. The Lord will forgive me. I just have to repent. And I Go do it again. <laughs> Is that repentance? But, Father God, there's some people doing horrific things to our brothers and sisters in Africa, and we ask you to help them and deliver them, Father God. Those people that are speaking nasty things about the migrants coming to South Africa. Oh, they're not real uh, South, South Africans. They're from Nigeria. Oh, my goodness. They don't, they, don't do this. they don't think the way we do. But, Father God, we've had people in this country thinking the same thing, too. But, Lord, you told us, all the body of Christ all over your earth, to ask for the heathen, like it says in Psalm 2. You know what? We did. 
I remember Pastor Sabrina praying that some years ago, actually. And I think other Christians have prayed that, too. Please give us the heathen for our inheritance. Well, Lord, you're doing that. All kinds of nations, not just the people from Nigeria going to South Africa. How about the people from the Middle East moving into Sweden and uh, Holland and other places? How about the people moving here from Venezuela to the United States and, and other places? Uh, what are we called to do? We're supposed to love our neighbors ourselves? But they didn't used to be our neighbor. Yeah, but they are now. Oh, well, some of them are brought here under false pretenses. Oh, it's going to have a better life. Everything's going to be better for you. You, you can get to you make a lot of money. <clears throat> or um, you can protect your children because they have no opportunity down here in Venezuela or what other countries are coming from. No opportunity here to work in, in, uh, in Nigeria like they could in South Africa. What a great place to go. South Africa has been a wealthy nation in the past. Nigeria has a lot of natural resources, too, a lot of oil. But Father God, in South Africa, there's all kinds of gold and diamonds and all kinds of other things that some people from Europe and other places kind of like to get their hands on. But Father God, you, you love the people. And we ask you to save all the children, the big children, the little children, those that are being turned against each other through social media and other things, Father God, people that are being targeted, Father God, <clears throat> being spied on upon with um, very elaborate devices that people use with the drones that, that uh, Boko Haram has been able to purchase. Isn't that interesting? Father God, we, I think, think, we thank Pastor Sabrina for going to all the trouble looking up all these things. There's so many different things going on with people turning one group against another people. They're not like us. It's a xenophobic attack. They're not like us. They're from Venezuela. What are they doing in this country? We ask for the heathen. And I understand that the, the, the thing that Pastor Sabrina sent us about the woman in, in Chicago, I fully understand. And there's some people that are brought across the border that really have no business being here. Some people are let out of prison. Yep. And there's some people that work for other countries that mm, don't have good intentions. Father God, some of them are drug dealers and drug pushers and pedophiles and all kinds of nasty, nasty things. And But some, some people maybe that went to South Africa, Maybe they went with good intentions. They just wanted to work and get some money to send back to their family in Nigeria. So, Father, help all those that are trying to do what help us all to be able to hold every thought captive continually and not to judge anything before the time and help us to win people to Christ in every nation. The people in, in uh, Sweden, win people to, um, some of them might need to find out who, what real Christians are because that used to be kind of a Christian nation, I think. I'm not real familiar. I've been there a little bit briefly, many, many, many years ago. But Father God, and some of those hardworking farmers in Holland, Father God, they they don't want to have their farms closed down just because there's a, a bunch of elites that have a different agenda. But Father God, I'm not going to stray here, but Father God, we ask you to help all those in harm's way, including those in Iraq, in Iran, in all the area in the Middle East, where there's a lot of saber-rattling going on and a lot of uh, whispering, a lot of wars and rumors of wars. A lot of people, as we prayed about previously on Wednesday, think about Lebanon, Father God. A lot of wars and rumors of wars. A lot of people that are really having a difficult time being able to just lay me down in peace and sleep. A lot of people having trouble with that, Father God, because we know fear and faith are equal and opposite, and they look to the future and demand to be fulfilled. And how many times does it say in the word, fear not? Jesus told us that over and over again. Even when he showed up after he was resurrected, and he showed up, and he was a little bit unhappy with, 
with some of those um, original disciples, and we're all supposed to be disciples of Jesus, aren't we? Supposed to be following him, listening to him, obeying him. But they, he wasn't too pleased because not only they didn't listen to the women that told them, oh, they're just women, right? Some people are xenophobic or whatever. They have their prejudices. But they didn't listen to the two guys on the road to Emmaus either. They didn't want to listen to them either. They said, hey, he's alive. He rose again. He broke bread, and that's how we recognize him. He must be the living bread from heaven. Hey, guess what? But then he showed up, and the first thing he says to them, fear not, or something to that effect, over in John 20, 20, somewhere around there. So Father God, and then he breathed on them. What does the holy breath have to do with that? Does something to do with the rule of Kadesh, the Holy Ghost? Isn't the holy breath? And the Holy Ghost hovered over the water when God created everything? And, 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 and what does blood have to do with the Holy Ghost? What does blood have to do with the human body? It carries breath to all the inner organs. Our liver needs breath, but it's not connected directly to the lungs. It goes by blood. It carries the oxygen. Human beings, all mammals, need oxygen. Even whales, they have to come to the surface and get some air, right? Everything, even fish, they get it out of the water. They've got special little devices called gills. But we all need oxygen. But we need special oxygen. We need the breath of the living God in us. And Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And I think when people are taking the cup of salvation, there's a little connection there with God's holy, holy breath. So, Father, we ask you to help the people. And I understand that Iran is one of the rap, most rapidly growing Christian nations in the world. So, Father God, we, we, we know that, that the people don't seem to like Christians, especially from the global elite. They really don't like Christians in any nation, Father God. But people are waking up all over the earth, and we thank you for hearing our prayers, Father God. And not just my prayers, all the prayers of all the people in every nation. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. And we thank you for exposing, exposing what's going on in many, many areas, including with the EMF business, Father God, with the, with the 5G and the smart meters and all that, Father God. Many people are exposing this. And Jesus is speaking. This was written down a couple years ago, wasn't it? A couple thousand years ago. But it's fresh today. His words, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Word of God. And Jesus is speaking in Mark 4.22. For there's nothing hid which shall not be manifest, neither anything kept secret that shall not, be, not, shall not come abroad. So we thank you for exposing what's going on concerning 5G. And I think we've prayed about some of this before. This is a lot more detailed that Pastor Sabrina has been able to find, and Brother Bill was so kind. I think he's posted I actually went to look at my email. This time it came through before I had to pray. Isn't that amazing? So things are changing, Father God. Things are working. So we think of many, many decades ago, I heard about a pastor in Singapore who was warning about men about, hey, don't put your cell phone in your pocket near your, you know, some people call them jewels or whatever. The Bible calls it about the secrets. <laughs> it's the secrets. I don't want to get into that right now. But anyway, because we know the enemy doesn't like other, the devil doesn't like human beings. The devil doesn't want us to be fruitful and multiply. In fact, he wants people to do the opposite. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for causing many people that have exposed a lot about this stuff. Father God, there's a the company called EMF Solutions, EMFSOL.com. And they have little devices that can help. But they're not the end. The most more important device is putting on the full armor of God. We think of the helmet of salvation. 
is that protects our brains from every attack, Father God. They're coming from all different directions, Father God, as Pastor Sabrina prays about. And we thank you for hearing those prayers, Father God. We thank you that no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against the in judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And you said righteousness delivers from death. It's not that I could be righteous in my own bootstraps pulling myself up. Yeah, I've sinned plenty in the past. But, Father God, I'm supposed to be dead to sin. I'm supposed to remain dead to the old man. So, Father, dead to taking anxious thought, dead to ungodly fear, then I can look to Jesus and be in perfect peace as I fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. So, Satan, we turn from our Savior. And Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Satan, we bind you. We bind every one of your enemies, every spirit. Didn't he kill, steal, and to destroy through EMF and every other source coming against all the people all over the earth, not just on the continent of Africa, and not just coming against those in the Middle East area, including Iraq and Iran, in the areas we prayed about previously, Father, in, in Jesus and Satan, you're bound all your under and those coming against all the people all over the earth, especially in the Western Hemisphere, where 5G is very advanced. Then when COVID started, they just happened to have those 5G towers in that area in China where it all started. It just so happened that they had those sprout up just then. And when COVID happened, we all had to be locked. Down, we couldn't go hug our grannies. We couldn't go visit our grandchildren because we could make them sick. They wanted to make people think it was a virus. And what does virus mean? It's the word called venom. And what could be like a venom, like artificially created venoms, which could be in little things with needles. And but 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 Father God, to to put something that's not part of our DNA into the bodies, Father God, in Jesus. But Father God, you said no weapon formed against us will prosper, and I believe that, Father God. And you said if we can confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we do that, genuinely do that, and die daily, I need to cast my cares on you every day, Lord, because there's always something new going on. But when I do that, I know you're delivering me. So Satan, you're bound to every spirit of to kill, stone, destroy. From our positions in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2, 6, according to Proverbs 18, 10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. How do we run into it? We take the little cup of salvation, get down on our knees. We cast our cares upon him, and we come rushing to Jesus. And he's got outstretched arms. Hey, I love you this much. Don't need to worry about them. I'm bigger than them. And what's the worst thing that can happen? I'm your life. Like it says in Colossians, was it 3, 4? Christ is our life. And you know what? He can't die again. That's why we don't have the fear of death. It's a lovely, lovely thing. So if the doctor says, oh, be scared, be very, very scared, we don't believe what some human being was trained by their mind control spirits when they went to some training academy called medical school in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I almost went to one of those things. I'm glad you delivered me from that. And not that nursing school was perfect either. But, Father God, we thank you that there are people, real doctors, real nurses, that actually care about human beings that have been whistleblowers and telling the truth about some of these things. And we thank you, Father God, that Satan is bound, all his underlings are bound, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Every spirit of Zeus is bound. Every spirit of perversion is bound. Every spirit of xenophobia, every spirit of accusing other people. Well, they don't look like me. You know, some of the people in um, some of those Asian countries, they, they think there's a huge difference. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but I can't tell the difference. Between some people from Japan and Korea and the North, whatever, but they have xenophobia too. And some people say, well, you know, these people from Nigeria, they don't look like people from South Africa. Well, I don't know. And some people from Venezuela, they don't look like people from from where, wherever, Iceland or from from uh, from from Great Britain. And what does Great Britain mean, Father God? What does 
what does it mean, mean to be Brit-ish? To be Brit is the word that they use, where the Jewish people use, when they're, they're, they're doing a little circumcision thing on their little baby boys when they're uh, eight days old. And what does ish mean? That's the Hebrew word for man. It means covenant man. The people from Great Britain used to be covenant men. And now it isn't just for boys and it's for girls. But it isn't a nasty thing like they do in some countries. No, that's not a physical circumcision. It's a circumcision of the heart. And you're working on my heart every day, Lord. And you're working on all of our hearts. So we thank you for circumcising my heart, the heart of my seed, the heart of all of our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, that we will love you, Lord, and live. Because if we love God, he'll take care of us. And he's not scared. He's not the least bit worried about the devil because he already defeated him. Thank you for the power of your cross, Lord. That's where we have already won the victory because Jesus totally defeated the enemy at the cross, at the cross, at the cross, that rugged, rugged cross, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus, for what you've already done. We thank you for, where is that, in Colossians chapter 2, around verse 13 and following. Where is that, Lord? I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized just yet, Lord. And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Praise the Lord. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Jesus rose from the dead. And if the demons knew... Those principalities and powers knew what they were going to do when they were going to crucify the Son of Man. They never would have done it. That's what it says in, in Corinthians, Father God, Prince, First Corinthians. So, Father God, Satan's bound. All your underlings are bound. Every spirit thing to kill, kill, and destroy bound coming against through, through the 5G, coming from uh, 6G or whatever they're coming up with, directed energy weapons, coming through uh, smart meters. And we thank you, Father God, for all the technical devices. And I thank you, Father God, for a cute little thing, and I think it may be true that uh, people made fun of this guy who's running for president, President Trump, uh, when he said something about Kofifi. But apparently uh, it is true, from what I hear, that there is a, a shield, an electronic shield, maybe your brother Bill might find out about this, that was put in the cell phone towers early on when he was still in the office uh, to protect people from the being able to use the 5G towers as a directed energy weapon. It'd be able to control the frequency and harm people, Father God. So apparently it has different metals in it. It stands for something. I don't remember what it is right now. But he said something. People said he couldn't pronounce coffee. But, but Father God, it wasn't coffee. It's it, the special um, minerals or whatever they're put in there to protect people and put up an electronic shield. So we think about We ask that it also protected people in other nations. Maybe they didn't do that in Europe. I don't know. But, Father God, we ask you to protect all of your people. And we don't really need to have all these things like from EMS Solutions. But we, we have, we're grateful for whatever you provide, Father. And we thank you especially for the full armor of God. We keep on the belt of truth so we don't lie. We keep on the gospel shoes of peace, which is what Pastor Zabrina was really preaching about tonight. We have to walk in peace. And the God of peace should boost Satan under your feet shortly. We have to walk in love. Because Jesus said, this is my commandment. Father God says, this is my commandment. You love one another. And you will have all